and welcome to Get Wood. Get Wood, your favorite show, brought to you by the best presents any roommate could give you. Subway crying, aka crying on the subway. And uh, a good sense of humor on a Tuesday to get you through the fucking week. How you doing, kids? It's your friend Jess Wood. This is Get Wood. And like I said, it's your favorite thing to do on a Tuesday or whenever you decide to watch this. Now, before I get started, for those of you on the visuals, I'm going to have to tell you about my outfit today because as we get closer to the holiday season, and I don't know, maybe you celebrate whatever, maybe you don't celebrate shit. Well, if you celebrate or if you have a birthday friend of a birthday coming up, here's the deal. The shirt I'm wearing if you can see, it says Vogue, but it really is OG because I'm an original gangster, yo. I don't know how else to explain it. The guy who had gave it to me, he knows. He knows what the fuck is up, yo. So this is from Cav Aloha, and I shall be putting his tag in the stories. At Get wood. Come for the titties. Stay for the jokes. And then... We got the hat here, trucker hat, with the lips, the sexy, sexy burke lips representing Albuquerque. That's my girl, May Wynn. Yay, what's up, And so I have to give a couple shouts to my people. So every week from now until the new year, I will be wearing stuff that is uh, local businesses, small businesses, supporting small businesses, and motherfuckers, stop ordering off of Amazon and let's get it fucking straight here. Don't get it twisted. Don't get all corporate on me for this fucking Christmas or whatever you celebrate. Me, Hanukkah, sure, whatever. And Lashana Tova to those chosen and those who are allies of ours. So thank you. And fuck you, Kanye. How about that? What the fuck was all that about? And did we think he was sane? Did we think that Kanye West had something to say that we should listen to? Only his early songs, right? Who the fuck is listening to him talk about political shit? Get him out of here. We talk about the Jews. Fuck you, Kanye. You fucked the most boring lady on the planet. So God bless. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know who I mean. Okay, so one of the things that this was brought to you by today was subway, subway crying, which you know I love to do. And let me tell you something. I cried on the subway this week. I know. Do you start with it? Do you open with a subway cry story? I do. You know what? Get what is? It's nothing if it's not real, motherfuckers. Real motherfuckers. Anyway, I cried on the subway this week, and it was so beautiful. Okay, can I just I get very, very excited to talk about my emotional states. I was, uh, I was listening to some music, and what had come on was uh, uh, Bill Withers, I believe. Uh, use me up. Yeah? Okay, I'm probably butchering it. But you know, oh, till you use me up. Okay, so I was listening to that, and as soon as the chorus came on, the train came out of the tunnel and onto the bridge and the light, the sunlight hit my face and I had been carrying a lot of bags. <laughs> I mean, we all do, metaphorically speaking. But I was physically 
uh, loaded down with bags like a pack mule again. You, those of you who watch the show know that a few weeks ago I also was in Queens and I unloaded a few of my things my girlfriend had so lovelily been storing for me since my move. Anyway, <laughs> the sun hit me on my face until you use me up. And, and if it feels this used, get okay, calm down, Jessica. If it feels this good getting used, okay. Uh, so I just started crying because the sun on my face, the song in my ears, my feet on the ground, I don't know. It was a very like moment, something in that moment just had me very emotional. And you know what I say to you kids? I say I left the windows open by accident, fuckers. <laughs> But you know what I say to you kids every week, every week, my little lovers, you know what I rem re remind us all of? Look, at I'm not wearing pants. Do I care to show you? Ah, I showed you my underpants. Oh, my God. Are you watching live? You just saw my underpants. Anyway, who cares? What are we, fucking 12, 11, 9? No, you know what? They're younger now since they've seen porn. Six, five. These poor babies. Anyway, hi. Uh, cried on the subway so beautifully sunshine present you know you got to feel the feelings that's what i wanted to tell you always every time we you the feelings come feel them it was a, a full moon since i saw you last and a very emo full moon my sweet darling lovers and i hope that you shed a tear or twelve thousand because shit was gnarly for everybody it felt pretty heavy for everyone i hope you got through it well and I hope you felt some feelings and I hope you got on to the other side of some things that maybe you were a little freaked about. I know I did. Yeah, I did some I did some good work this week. That's right. I'm going to wiggle my fucking shoulders at you. Uh, it was a full blood moon. Did we know this? I'm not going to flash the blood sign because I, I grew up with Crips at my school. That's why. Okay, thanks for asking though. Remember, I know friends, I had friends with Uzis who didn't shoot up schools when I was a kid. I know, we were a, we were a more compassionate generation because we knew about one another's plights. Anyhow, so let's talk about some stuff that happened this week. First and foremost, since we're on the whole emo thing, let me just tell you guys, I'm, you know, I always share with you all the stuff that I have because there's because I want to just remind everyone all the time that we have really great moments and then we have really hard moments and that never is anything permanent. You know, your girl's been studying Buddhism for like years. You know, don't even get it twisted. I have no idea how anything works. I am totally unskillful. I'm completely in my ego and my thoughts all the time. But I do practice coming back to myself and going, Jess, it's okay you know what? Don't beat yourself up. You're doing this. Of course you are. What kind of trauma you have in your background? Of course you're going to act like blank. You fill in the blanks. Anyway, since we're talking about emotions this week, I had such a major panic attack and it was my first one in years. And I realized it's really because, um, well, for me, uh, what brings them on usually are crowds and and like things that have to do with children <laughs> you know my mom hated kids I know it was a lot of love in the house um and so I hadn't had one in a long time I hadn't been living with anybody in six years I'd been you know the pandemic had kept me isolated from folks and 
what are you going to do? You, you know. So anyway, all of a sudden, I was, uh, I was going to a birthday party for a three-year-old. Okay. Yes, I hear you. I hear what you're thinking. Just like my ex, who I still talk to, the wolf, you know him. You know him maybe as the pirate. Anyway, he said to me, he goes, what did you think? A three-year-old's birthday was going to be calm? He has a point. Now, I didn't have expectations about it being calm. I didn't have any expectations about it being any certain way. But what I didn't have expectations about was me getting so triggered by a child's birthday party. Now, it's happened before, and I didn't remember. I didn't remember. I have a lot of uh, friends with kids, but, you know, it's been a little while (laughs) since they've been little. So, oh, man. So I go... And it's raining and it's windy and it's like hard, you know, it's kind of hard to get to the party. And then I get there and I open the door. And as soon as I open the door, it's like 20 degrees hotter, screaming, crying from like three kids right by the door. Uh, A line of moms in front of me at the door because the cake has just been brought out. I mean, the timing was horrible. Usually I have fantastic time, as you can. So I immediately <laughs> I held my breath and you know how when you, you ha- we have to check in with ourselves once in a while with the breath I mean come on it's what keeps us li- alive just like you have to eat a snack that's another thing I realized I hadn't really eaten a substantial amount of food which is a huge thing I always talk about with you guys right it's like have you had food have you had water have you had a nap have you had you know or not even a nap but like did you get sleep last night or are you cranky crank so all these things go into your brain and your body. And then when there's a trigger that's nearby, it just throws everything even more. This is why I meditate and I write and I exercise every day. And yet still, you know what I mean? So I open the door. I have immediate panic. And I realized I have to leave. As soon as I got there, I realized I had to go. And so I got in. And look, I said hello to everyone. I dropped off the, the I, I brought a, a bowling game. You know, pins and a bowling ball I brought because uh, the kid is growing up in Williamsburg. And you know what, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, if nothing, they bowl. If nothing else, Williamsburg, Brooklyn, these hipsters are bowling. So get them started early. Three years old. Whoosh. I mean, I feel bad for his downstairs neighbors, but whoosh. anyhow, so I drop off the bowling set. I say hi to the friends. I, I see friends there that I love, adore, I want to hang around with, but can I? No, it's a panic time. So I run out. Run. <sighs> you know, panic, breathing short cry cry but again you're in new york you're you cry you're encouraged to cry here i believe you're encouraged to have all the emotions just don't push anyone on the tracks so or be violent towards anyone else i mean you know that kind of covers it i guess if you say don't do the tracks thing anyway crying on the corner of williamsburg am i the first girl to do that no will i be the last hell no was there one like five minutes after? I'm sure. Was there one across the street as I was doing it? I'm positive there was. Anyway, I realized that what happened, even in this late of, of age, I was triggered by the fact that a child was having 
a celebration. A child was being celebrated that I know that I feel is family. That's how close my friends are. And her, her, um, it's her, my best, best friend's nephew. So it was my family, but like a family that's kind and a family that shows up for the children and a family that celebrates the child and is present for the child. And so for me, you know, I don't want to be a bringer downer, you know, but let me just tell you, friends, we store all that shit inside of us. I know it's so sad. We have all those things. Like if you were a little kid and you didn't get a bunch of needs met and you never went to therapy and talked about it and dealt with it, it's still in there, like not being able to be met, you know, but my God bless my little goddess, goddess bless all the Moses bless all the blessings to my friends who are very present for their children unlike what we had gotten for us I mean my god most of the people I know grew up with a fucking key around their neck so it was like all right I guess I'll just go home and and that means as a grown-up it's very hard to ask for help because you're so independent but it's a trauma response I don't like to remind everybody I don't want to bring you down but you know what I relate is this what I'm saying if you have these things come up once in a while, if you have maybe some like really intense emotions come up around things like that, like children stuff, maybe watching kids play or watching kids get taken care of. I know when with my ex, his sister had a kid and I couldn't, I couldn't really handle it. I, cause I was the baby before that. They, they babied me because they knew how fragile of a, girl I was and they were kind enough to try to meet those needs that I had never gotten met when I was a kid now I meet them myself Bobo stop it booby really though I am in the practice that's why you write that's why you meditate that's why you exercise I'm saying you when I'm looking at me that's why you do this just cuz and it's good it's good rituals are beautiful rituals are amazing taking yourself out of your head our thoughts are not good for anything except not bumping into furniture as one of my best and favorite yoga, uh, yoga, not yoga at all, not yoga at all. Meditation teachers, Josh Korda, shout out to the Dharma punks with an X, Wakanda forever. Hey, uh, listen, remember, let's, let's get out of childhood trauma and get into what the best, uh, what is the best Besides like new sheets, new new bed, a TV, you know, there's many of uh, things that you can get your roommate to make them feel really good about living with you and being your best friend and all that good stuff. But how about when you have a massager that you have and then your friend new roommate uses it and your friend new roommate says, wow, this massager is amazing. And then the next day you bring said massager. Shut up. It looks like a fucking ray gun from... Star Trek? We watched an old Star Trek last night. I didn't used to watch that when I was a kid because I'm not a nerd, bitch. What? What? You want to fight me? I'll fight you. I don't even care. I don't even care. Oh, and you know, now, what are you going to, you want to come at me with this? You can't come at me if I have this. I will definitely massage the fuck out of your shoulder with this. What? Did I put it against my clit? Stop thinking such things. Of course I did. Anyway, what kind of roommate <laughs> The best is someone screenshotting this because this is going to be my new um, record co cover. <laughs> this is going to be the new Get Wood. Um, this is the new Get Wood poster for the for the podcast with the OG 
Mm. How about that stank face? Mm. Somebody's doing it. I know it. Ness. Ness, I love you. Anyway, hey, thank you. I just want to say thank you. Big thank you. Yeah, I put it on my face. Ooh, you put it on your clit and then you put it on your face. Motherfucker, I love my clit. You know what? Shut up, weirdo. What, you don't like your clit? Here's the thing. You best like your clit. Because if you don't like your clit, how are you going to get somebody else to like your clit? You know what I mean? Like, it's just common sense. Oh, speaking of loving, like, talking about it, here's the thing. This is how uptight we are now. We won't even have the newlywed game on anymore. Do you motherfuckers remember the newlywed game? One of my favorites. Now look, it looks like I'm pushing a, looks like I'm pushing a dude's head down. That's right, motherfucker, eat it. Uh, I will do that. I've done it in the past and I'll do it again. Just like crying in Williamsburg or on the subway. What do you guys, you know me now. Uh. So the newlywed game, who, if you don't know, Bob Hubanks, and he was the host. He was like some uh, chain smoking. You know, he didn't get to smoke any longer. On the at, at a certain point, they cut him off. But anyway, uh, 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 he's a little pervy. Oh yeah, what do you, what do you sound like faking an orgasm? Like they have. Okay, so okay, <clears throat> give the premise for the people who don't know, Jessica. Here we go. <laughs> It is, okay, newlywed couples under two years are brought on to this show. I want to say there are four or five couples on the panel, and they're all asked questions. One of them leaves, okay? Like all the men leave first, and then the women are asked questions about things that the men do, and it's usually sexual, which is, yes, let's do this. Okay, for instance, or it's like real sexist. It's usually sexual or sexist, okay? So for the men, like, uh, what does he take off first when he gets home from work, you know? And the ladies are like, ah, oh, his shoes, you know, or whatever the fuck. And then, but with the men, then, okay, so that was one of the questions. Very, very tame question. But when the women uh, were asked, the next question was, what do you sound like faking an orgasm? And could your husband figure out it was you as opposed to the other women on the panel? Wait a second. What? Yes, you heard me right. Listen to this. They had these poor women, uh, like Meg Ryan, a fucking, I'll have what she's having. Like they had them fake orgasm, all of them, all five of them, four of them, I fucking know, all of them. And then... When the men were brought back on to do, you know, they have the cards that the men have to, you know, I take off my shoes and then she picks it up. Your shoes. Ah! And then they kiss and it's all good. But like, he's like, I take off my tie. And she's like, your tie? No, it was your shoes. And then she like hits him. And so then you get a view into how it really is there. But then the with the orgasms, the fake orgasms, you guys, <laughs> listen, kids, listen, they play. This is the game. They play all the orgasm, fake orgasm lady sounds, and all the men have to choose one at a time who their lady is. Who is the fake orgasm lady? That's right. I'm shaking a titty. Oh my God. It makes me crazy. I love it so much. Why do I love it so much? I love it so much. It's so insane 
that I can't even believe it. And it was like 1982, you know, that this show came out. So they're playing these women going like, uh, you know, <laughs> and thank the goddess Kali, Kalima, that they all got those fuckers right. Because, oh my goodness, could you imagine picking a lady orgasming that wasn't your lady? Okay, but I loved it. Wouldn't you watch this again? Okay, the match game is great. Match game is great. There is a channel. I don't know. My roommate somehow gets this channel from like decades ago. And I think it's called Decades. I don't even know what it's called. But it is amazing. And let me say, I think they should bring this show back. And I would love to host it. Thank you so much, uh, HBO. What would it have to be on like a, a pay channel? Because they do naughty, naughty things. Even though this was on like channel two. You know what I mean? This was like CBS. And um, I absolutely recommend you watching the newlywed game and why not you know what why not a party game let's let's make it a party game you're all standing around at a party whoever knows what to do at a party no one everyone feels awkward at a party at a, at a party and trust me i know because listen trust me people tell me their problems in most people their problem it's awkward social social awkward so listen Next time you find yourself next to maybe two couples, you say, hey, what is wildest place you ever made whoopee? <laughs> because why not? Why shouldn't we? Again, this is my thing of getting the shame out of the game. Like we know how to be rude to each other. We know how to be secretive. We know how to be weird. We know how to play games. We know how to fucking, you know what I mean? We know how to not be ourselves and fucking put on a whole mask in front of somebody that we don't know. But guess, guess what? Boring, overdone. We've shifted into a higher plane than that, my loves. We've shifted into a higher place than this. Don't you feel it? I know you do, you, you little evolved boo-boos. Because you know why? We deserve to have the fun again. You know what it means when everyone's standing around on their phone? It means no one's having fun. And you know what I've discovered about a lot of motherfuckers out there? And I don't think this is y'all because y'all are, y'all are you're social. You're, you talk to each other. I see you, you gorgeous fucking literate. Mm, make me want to read. Oh, I want to read with you so hard. So, um, yeah, just do it. I know. Thanks. Just do it. Okay. Listen. Oh my God. Amanda, you would do this. Have a few couples in the room. You got a few couples. Everyone's had a couple drinks. No one's going to be fucking anyone. It's not that. It's like the fun of talk, of tell, of discuss. So talk, so tell, discuss. That's what my Aunt Vix used to say all the time. So talk. Like if I hadn't seen her in a long time, she would call me up and she goes, so talk, so tell, so discuss, you know? Or hide behind the screen. Right. Speaking of screens, listen. Friend of a friend was married at the plaza this last weekend, okay? And it sparked a very joyous memory for myself. Uh, I also had gone as a guest to a wedding at the plaza. The Plaza Hotel, y'all. Mm-hmm. So 
I go to the Plaza Hotel and I'm the, the reason I'm there, my date who took me is my ex Henry. How you doing, Henry? Uh, he was a, a very handsome Irishman, a very silver hair and you know, in his 30s, a full shock of silver hair. He was very much a silver fox, uh, a very funny uh, gentleman. But he for his work, he was a, an elevator mechanic, which meant that he would go and uh, you know rescue some fucking people that were stuck in an elevator in New York City, all right? Now we met because I was his fucking bartender because he used to get loaded between going to the fucking rescues. <laughs> yes, getting really wasted before going to rescue people in a elevator in a New York City building. I loved him. <laughs> he's still with us. He's not with me, but he's still with us in, in, in this world. So Hendry, uh, how you doing? He, uh, he and his fellow elevator union, you know, mechanics. And let me tell you something, you and the union, you can be making some nice fucking coin. Also, I don't know, maybe we don't want to, you know, you don't want to talk about nothing. You know, I'm not going to say nothing or nothing, but uh, maybe have some connections. Maybe some things have fallen off trucks every once in a while. I don't know. I don't mean to say nothing about nothing, but I'm just saying is all. So I get taken to the Plaza Hotel for a wedding. It's gorgeous. It's amazing. It's very, a lot of, you can tell it's like, you know, People have a lot of money and they don't really know what to do, you know, and like, we'll just get king and queen chairs for the for the bride and the and the groom. King and queen. And um, it was gorgeous. There were, uh, uh, what do you call, uh, uh, oriental uh, shades. I believe that's what you call them because they are art. Uh, the shades that blocked, you know, the wall. Because who wants to look at a wall when you're at the plaza? Please. Fill things with gold and decorative Asian art. And so there were all these shades the, <laughs> with these beautiful, you know, paintings on them. And somehow, Hendry and I uh, wound up behind one of these shades, between the shades and the wall. Now listen, are you going to judge me right now? Hey, you know what? Judge me. If you don't want to have a good time, that's, you want to have a, you, I bloom. All right. I was very grateful for the trip to the plaza and I uh, got on my knees and I was a good fucking girl and I fucking bloom right there. And then, and it took two seconds. Are you kidding me? So all these people on the other side of the shade for Christ's sakes. Shit. Go get some cake. Well, uh, it was, I thought I thought it was really romantic. So I had that flashback this week. I had some cry cries. Uh, I watched the Stir Trek. I got a killer present from my roommate. <laughs> I, got... <laughs> I had a panic attack. I cleaned an apartment. Do you know, I, I'm still cleaning. You know, I do that for my survival job. And when you clean, boy, it cleans your fucking, yeah, cleans you out. So as my wonderful uh, friend always reminds me, 
to get back to a simpler place when you're when your mind's going whirly fucking whirly tunes get back to a certain uh, a couple a couple things you can do real quick put your feet on the ground with your toes that's the physical thing right also <clears throat> go and clean something and and really get present with it and what my friend says to me all the time as a reminder is chop wood and carry water so when shit gets hectic and crazy you know sew up that hem on the fucking trousers you've been wanting to sew trousers what is it 1840 go sew some trousers and also mend a hem because there's good things in the sewing there's chi all right you're watching the spiritual gangster get wood. What the fuck do you expect? I'm going to talk about chi. I'm going to talk about your goddamn spiritual life. But I'm also going to curse and talk some shit. Because that's reality, boo-boos. So listen, if you learned anything, go out there this week. Have a good time. Put yourself in a social situation. Or put yourself in a place where you think you're going to have fun. You're going to feel light. You know, last week we talked about the unfortunate streaming uh, that everyone's doing right now. Go watch a horror movie that something fake. You know, if you want to get your blood going, uh, uh, and it starts to go with real traumas, just get your feet out again. <laughs> get your feet out. Put your feet out and wiggle them toes. I'm serious, yo. I'm so serious. So, um, tonight, listen. If you're in the New York area. And you want to come out and have a good time tonight? I'm going to go buy a Mac. I know it's just a Mac. I mean, you don't want to say it's just a Mac. Because this Mac, it's like no other Mac in town. It's like the Mac of life. It really is. And it's at the duplex. If you want to look up the duplex bar in the West Village of New York City, Please do and come by tonight because we're going to be having a good time over there. Oh, yes, we are. <laughs> Listen, I had a good time here today. Again, it kind of went by fast. I hope we I hope we got some stuff out that uh, I hope we, me and my multiple personalities, um, I do. I hope that uh, I touched on some things besides my own underwear today that helped you um, come to a place of peace for a second. Or maybe something that you can use later on this week that'll help you gain some peace in your life, in your moment. And it's just moments to moments, man. You know what? If you have a fucked up moment, do do not spell your day. You know, when we talk, we're putting out spells, little witchy poos out there, warlocks. Do you understand? You're putting out spells when you speak. So be careful about what you talk about. Make it positive. Make it good. Make it big. And, you know, the universe loves it when we dream big for ourselves. So make them big. We like the big ones. We like that. Hey, we like the cars, the cars that go boom. I love you guys so much. Uh, be nice to yourselves. Be nice to each other. Don't suck it. Don't lick it if you don't like it. You know what I'm saying? All right. Oh, the kids are out of school, yo. I got to go. Okay. These fucking kids. Ah. I hope they're okay. You know what? I want to help them. Let's, I could be their Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth, come and help the youth. I love you guys. <laughs>
please share the show. Please share the show. It, uh, at Get Wood, it's free. Share it. It helps me. It helps the algorithm find everybody find me. Uh, hashtag Get Wood Podcast at Get Wood. I so much love you so much. And I will see you next Tuesday. <laughs> and if you're around, come to New York uh, City. <laughs> love you. Bye.